Hello, everybody, and welcome into a new episode of LAFC 360. One match, one win, and the king, El Rey, is back. So much to talk about from the first match. Let's go. And so let's welcome in this week's panel. Same as last week, we got Max Bredos, the one, the only Max Bredos. Oh, that's very nice of you, Connor. Great to be with you guys. Very excited to talk about a 3-0 victory for the black and gold. Jessica Black, welcome back. Well, happy to be here. We won, we played so good, and yeah, let's talk about it. And last <laughs> but not least, Vince LaRosa. And his hat. And his hat, <laughs> Hatrick Hero. This is just my hat. No, I, I did, know, I I did purposely, okay, let's let's pull the curtain back a little bit. I wore this hat because Carlos Vela scored a hat trick. I wasn't going to. Should have tossed it on the field when he scored that and third. I know the fans love it, so the people in the chat, I know you love it. You can We can talk about my hat all you want in the chat, but I'm more excited to talk about this LAFC team, and thank goodness they won because I don't know how I would do this week if uh, we yeah, had to talk about a loss. Yeah, it would be pretty, pretty sad in here. Yeah. We lost. Uh, welcome, everyone, in the chat. Before we get really into it, don't forget to click on that subscribe button, like this video, and click that little bell icon. I heard it rings when you click it, so you'll be notified of all our videos. You know, you know, we'll be here every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific time, but just in case, right? Just click it, right? Thumbs up. Okay, Vince, what do we got first? All right, we're going to do what's called hashtag trending. Uh, we'll probably do this every week. Uh, it's what the people are talking about. All the headlines making the rounds on social media, all curated for your viewing pleasure. It's all right here. So you just come to us every Monday right here. Okay, let's start off with the obvious. Carlos Vela's back. Three goals in a style that only Carlos Vela could do. I mean, did you? Did anyone predict three goals, hat trick? Like, I knew Vela no, would be good. No, of course not. Like, I, didn't, <laughs> I wouldn't even have been surprised if he just had, like, an assist in the game. I would have said he was back. Yeah, I definitely was not expecting the hat trick, but here we are. We're talking about a very efficient day for Carlos Vela. Three different types of goals, four shots, three on target. I mean, the guy was amazing. And seeing him running behind to score a goal like that, I was like, he's fit, he's ready to go. And um, yeah, Wait, he's back I'll, back. I'll, I'll just agree with Jessica right here. He was amazing, but do you know what he was also? Carlos Vela, I said it on the post game. Come on, y'all, yeah. y'all were crazy saying, "Oh, he doesn't want to be here. Oh, he sucks. He was injured." Who he said that? Carlos Vela. Nobody so here said, said that. that. No one here. Not you guys. I'm just saying, you guys. Well, don't don't alienate our audience either. Yeah. I'm just saying. Uh, it it, it really frustrated me. Everyone just the Carlos Vela slander last year, and for him to come come back with a hat trick. Oh, just made made me so happy. Well, no one could have expected Connor. And great to see everyone with some chats in the chat room. We'll get to that as well. A lot of stuff to get off your chest, I'm sure. Uh, just a cathartic moment for Vela, who was you know, out for good portions of two seasons, interrupted by the pandemic like everyone. But this was very difficult for him. And to see him in fresh, fresh look with the haircut, smiling, communicating to his friends and his family up in the stands. As you said, three different types of goals. The penalty, you got to give credit on its own merits. Second goal showing his strength. The third one, showing how he will punish you if you don't respect him from that range. And they were all done early in the second half to done and dusted. You'd like everyone to get I a mean, goal, but get Carlos Vela getting three and stamping it and becoming the top story in the league is huge. There was a point in which I was like, he definitely could get a fourth, yeah. right? There was mm -hmm. like a solid 30, 30 even 40-ish minutes where I was like, okay, Carlos Vela, it get four goals in one game. What I want to talk about is you, you brought up running in behind. We're a lot of us on this panel are on the record are saying like we don't have anybody that runs in behind. Were we wrong? Like because I know Carlos can do it. We just don't think of him doing that. Maybe that's why it's good because teams don't think Carlos Vela is going to run behind. But man, he's incredible. I thought Abubakar was going to murder him, 
And the fact that he was able to one outrun him and then two hold him off and three finish with his right foot, like maybe we don't need someone to run in behind. Maybe I mean, this is the number nine we needed. It, it showed his versatility and he can pretty much do it all. We know he's a special player, but as the season wears on, I do have to say that I would like to see us manage him well. We don't want to be kicking it long to Carlos Vela every single time. We know we have to manage him, so it was nice to see his versatility, but I think there's somebody else on the team that could run in behind, and that's going to kind of go into something I want to talk about later, but it was nice to see Carlos Vela doing Carlos Vela things. And I just want to say, Carlos Vela has scored two hat-tricks against the Colorado Rapids. That's crazy to me. Two hat-tricks, one being the record-breaking hat-trick that we all know and love, but Come on, Rapids. At the end of 2019. Yeah, it was good to get a shot back at the Colorado Rapids. Remember, that was the last taste that we saw for this club at the end of the regular season. Some may call it poetic justice. Some may. Some may. Hey, right. in aggregate, we're now five, five, Stop it. five goals of five <laughs> goals because, you know, away, five, two, and then three. We're going down. to penalties? Yeah, I guess we got to go to penalties. Bring them back. We're the Rapids. Did they already leave? Bring them back. No? Okay. Uh, the chat is going crazy about uh, a lot of the lineup decisions. Uh, they're loving Escobar, so let's let's maybe move into the next what's trending topic, which is in fact some of these lineup decisions and the new guys. The new guys seem like they've been here for years, not not just on the field but off the field. Uh, somebody somebody pulled from one of the new guys. What did you love about these new guys? Who was your favorite? What do you guys got? Oh well, I'll start off with um, Sanchez. You know, I thought he had a very strong showing. We know what Kellen Acosta can do, and I think he was good, but Sanchez really stood out. He had, I have it on my notes right here, 13 uh, recoveries, three aerial duels, 24 pressures, mm -hmm. and um, he led the team in tackles. So not only did he have nice passing, deep line playmaker type, type guy, but he was also gritty. And that's what you really need. We have a combative midfield and he really stood out for me. I thought he was excellent. That, that passing in particular, because there was a little early on, as to be expected, LFC was getting into the rhythm. And then he just hit these balls sideline to sideline, one that dropped perfectly for Brian Rodriguez, which could have been the opening goal. And just seeing a guy who has that in his toolbox is very exciting for LFC because that's going to open things up. It's going gonna, it's gonna to combine lines a lot. And I have to agree with Ilya. And it, look, everyone's very happy about some of these guys. We saw the Franco Escobar love, very deserving. You talk about Kellen Acosta, who, as we've talked about, is a two-footed player. He was on the left side to allow Sifu to operate on the right side. You don't really get that from from guys who aren't a pure left footer. Pure left footers are hard to come by. True. So that's a wonderful luxury to have. But I, I think just across the board, like uh, like someone someone said, I can't see the comment anymore, but it was just that, that aggressiveness, that grittiness from all the new players, I think was the standout for me. It, we didn't look like we were going to get yeah. pushed around this year. Well, what I'm loving in the comments is everyone's choosing like a different guy that they really love. Like there Says was a lot. That's one a good singled out. It's there's a great Sanchez, thing. there's Acosta, there's Escobar. There's Cropo. I mean, and, and then Hollingshead came in with a cameo. Daniel Henry got a cameo. Like, everyone's loving Sheet. these these new signings. And, and it just, to me, is that stark contrast two months ago when people were just screaming into the, the abyss. Like, when are we going to sign players? We're not good enough. We're not good enough. And even after we did sign, some people were like, I, I still don't know if we've actually gotten better. We've definitely gotten different. Because, yeah, like, to your point, that midfield's very different this year, right? Very much so. I mean, you just could see that... Maybe it's not as slick, but you need to be able to be a part of that battle in the midfield. And I think we'll be winning a lot of midfield battles this season with the three that we have in there and the guys that are coming in. But I do want to, I think Gomez said that uh, Colorado instantly regretting getting rid of Acosta. 
I'm loving that. Inject it in right in my veins, oh, right there. You know what's interesting is <laughs> we've been on the opposite end of that so many times. Where LAFC, these players are going to regret now to see Kellen Acosta want to get back to his old club, which is a, it's a perfectly organic feeling. Well, what's funny is they play Mark really high up the pitch. Like that's not where we played him. We're like we're literally playing Acosta in Mark's role, but they're playing Mark completely different than we used to. And. Maybe it's because they don't have a number nine. But this isn't a Colorado show. You started by saying about the lineup decisions, and you spoke to Steve Cherundolo last week, and he said he didn't really think too much about the lineup cards, which tells you that maybe there's going to be some adjustments from game to game. A lot of guys, there's a long list of players that uh, certainly warrant getting some minutes, so uh, maybe that's something that these lineups aren't going to be etched in stone from week to week, some exceptions. Some guys are certainly going to be that. Well, as, as GTG Law said, we, we have depth. Uh, we mentioned it a lot. We had Chicho and Latif Blessing and Daniel Henry and Ryan Hollingshead and Pancho Ginella all as options off the bench. I'm not saying last year the team was bad, but I do think this is a very well-rounded team. And I think props to John Thornton for putting all these pieces together for a very thorough team. Not maybe the deepest, maybe not the best in MLS, but definitely a very thorough squad for an MLS. Well, it's almost as if uh, he might have seen our rundown. Because we're going to talk about depth here now. And let's talk a little bit about let's talk about the tweaks that Steve Trundolo made. Because we talked about it in our last show. And we've talked a little bit, a little bit about it in preseason altogether. Is defensive shape. And Steve's mentioned it. That was going to be his most important thing that he wanted to instill in this team. And it makes complete sense. Not just with the year you had. But when you're a coach. Probably the first thing you should work on. Right? Did you see a very concerted effort towards defensive shape? Well, let's just start off with the fact that we beat them three to nothing. We gave them absolutely no chance. And there were several things that I saw. The pressing was very good. We did a lot of swarming, a lot of blocking passing lanes. So you saw like Mamadou Fall and other players just kind of jumping in front of the play to, to pick off the ball and just sheer grittiness that, you know, going in there, making the tackles, pushing guys around. I mean, we just looked so much more aggressive and we were in our shape all the time. You never really thought that they could just pass one ball over the top or through the middle and we were beat. And last season, that was a definite theme for me. So I think the shape was definitely there. Um, we'll see against other opposition if it holds up, but you could see that the building blocks are there. I mean, yeah, some of this might be just this game. And I don't think this is something I haven't said a lot about LAFC, not because they're not, but pragmatic is not a word I always like to I always use with LAFC, especially of the past. We talk about swarming, pressing. But I don't think I've ever seen them clear the ball as many times as they did. And I think it was, but I think it was smart. And I do think that that was a directive from Steve. Like, hey, Avoid guys. Avoid mistakes. Yeah, there's a moment sure. here where you feel like you're under too much heat. Let's play it over the top and see if we can re reassert ourselves, get back into that defensive shape. Uh, I'll be interested to ask him about that and see if that was really a, a thing or is that just me imagining? Yeah. And we, we picked our moments to play out of the back. Because there was one, there was one ball that Kropo just passed straight into the midfield to somebody. And I was like, he knew exactly when to do it. So we didn't put ourselves under pressure. We kicked it out when we needed to. We went long, we went direct. We had some variation there. I, we saw some differences. Um, we just have to see it continue. Yeah, it, it's it's a it's a team effort. We've heard this from Bob Bradley and Steve Trundolo. It's a team effort to defend. And to your point, the pressing was there, whether it was the front three, whether it was Acosta and Sifu getting up there. It was relentless. It's going to be a very difficult team to play against moving forward. And I see folks making the comments, it's going to get better. We, we always kind of agreed here that this was going to take a bit to get going, but a great start to, to see where this team is going. In addition, on the defensive side, if they get goals, they're going to they're gonna hold up because defensively this team is going to be very, very and difficult to play. you got to single out what Gerardo said. Gerardo, 
Segura spit? Ah, fall. We haven't even talked about that yet. No, I, I mean, not the whole thing, but, like, Eddie Segura is still not even fit. So when we're talking about depth, like... Oh, man. Can we talk about Fall? Because, okay, so we're talking about Eddie Segura, obviously, because Fall is there. What's going to happen with him when he comes back? But in the meantime, is he a little chippy? Is he a little bit in your face? There was that one little tackle so, that was there, and he was up. a little bit in the face. Um, even uh, GTG Law is saying Fall has passion. I loved him. I, I thought he was excellent there with Mario. You know, Mario's more your ball winner, Fall's more of your ball player. I think that is a good balance. And I don't think Eddie Segura should just come straight in. He should feel like he needs yeah. to work his way into this team, right? Well, he didn't get a goal, but the set pieces were good for LAC. Defensive set Fall, pieces. Mamadou defensive Fall was incredible. But Mamadou he, Fall Airlines. He's such, a, he's such a hard matchup on both ends. And you could see, and I was a couple times I just focused on him, never stops moving. There was one time he was just sitting in the net. The defender's like, what's going on? And then he zips out and almost gets on the end of it. So there's enough positives for Fall that's going to make him hard to displace. Some would say he probably should have got red carded at the end. But you know what? I can't blame him I would, for I would because Diego Rubio is one of those players, and he has a reputation for doing this. This is what he does. That was a cheap shot. And, yes, it's normally the guy, the second guy in that gets his red card, but Rubio knew exactly what he was doing there, and maybe that would have been the that was probably the one time where the referee really did manage it well. I thought – other spots in the game could have been a little better with the yellow card. And also Maxime Kriko grabbing uh, yeah, just a big Acosta and yeah. He's Rubio just pick up and everyone. just moving him. By the way, we were talking to folks at LAFC. That is like setting records on Instagram. Way over 100,000 views of Maxime Kripo just picking these two guys and displacing them. Incredible. The best yeah. are uh, our Canadian wall in the back. He also ran 30 yards to do that. I know. Yeah. Also. My favorite, my favorite was actually not when he grabbed those two players, but like after he already had a yellow – after he caught the ball in the air, he turns around at the player lying on the ground and like gives him a piece of his mind. And the players are like, dude, you're on a yellow. Stop. Stop it. What are you doing? All right, so we've had a lot of fun, but uh, and I don't mean to be a downer, but I guess that's my job. I am the downer of the group. Are you? Uh, we have to temper well, We have to temper expectations a little bit, though. It was a 3-0. I mean, let's talk about those first 20 minutes. It looked shaky a little sure. bit. Sh- shaky, maybe, but it was. I mean, it looked more like, like the, getting it looked a while like to get going. It looked like the first game of the season. Yeah. It looked like the first game of the season. Well, for good or bad, they looked like they were in third gear, which could be great going forward if they're going to kick it into another gear. We're going to get to see this, but I, I still think we got to be a little careful. This is why you got to temper expectations because I watched a lot of MLS this weekend, and as you're abundantly aware, and we talked about it last week, the CONCACAF Champions League's going on. There were five MLS teams involved, although the New England Revolution didn't play their game. But all five of them looked like they had gone through something. And the four teams that did play, none of them scored, and that Colorado Rapids are one of them. So based on what we saw over the league, Seattle, uh, Montreal, uh, who am I missing? Uh, New York City FC just looked like they were somewhere else. New England looked like they had a problem. New England did. uh... It takes a lot out of you. I disagree. I think uh, oh, expect, sky's expect, the limit. Just keep sky's going. Sky's the limit. Come on. You can't take this momentum into the next game. 3-0. That you should low ball. It's because he's young. As right? uh, as uh, I think it was um, young people Leo Ramos think, said. Think we that there's just unlimited Cup. expectations. You could just go, okay. I don't know why you looked at me. I'm young. I'm, You're I'm young, too. I'm young too. You say, oh, we're old. And <laughs> but he's younger. He's just so much younger than everyone. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm hey, a lot of a lot of people, by the way, are talking about your fashion. Noe said didn't like your hat, and Gerardo came in and defended you. Says you have your own style. Gerardo, which hey, you do. what's going on? Don't defend. Look, that. you don't have to love my hat, but it's my hat. It's my thing. It's made with all these feathers on the side, if you can see. Me and Ollie have a special. It's something they hand out to you when you visit Telluride. You know, they give you that hat to walk around. Hey, okay. if, you, if anyone wants to go out and you know go to some film festivals with me, I'm maybe someone to hang out with. Okay, moving on to to some fun stuff. 
Last week, we asked LAFC players who had the worst taste in fashion. This week, we find out who they think has the worst haircut. Evidently, we're all about seeing who's throwing who under the bus. So check out this latest installment of Class of 22. That's offensive. No, no, let me say that. <laughs> Carlos had a, like a massive pile of it, but he got a haircut last week, and now it's fine. But <laughs> Carlos, long hair? No. Mario, Latif, or what? Amala? Yeah. Because yeah, all they all have like a similar haircut. So I guess those three. Murillos. No. No, I don't like his haircut. It's all bald here, and then like you know. Latif. 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 I don't like his hair. I, l I love him, but I don't like his hair. There are a lot of people that are saying you have a, the worst haircut. Me? <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. I just accept it, you know? I will take it. Oh, oh wow, Latif. He's a good sport. I love Latif. No one's got a bad haircut on this team. This is a question that they've opened up. Everyone's very cool. Maybe, but it's worse. It maybe isn't a bad haircut, but no. out of the entire team, a lot of guys take their, their hair very seriously on the team. Well, I hate to keep going back to it, but if you have a bad haircut, a hat's the way to go. Yeah, and far be it for me I'm or you to criticize anyone's hair. <laughs> and the, the show's over. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I'm out of here. Do you know what but I, I like? But uh, Ilya was serious. like, wait, I'm not, <laughs> not going to go there. But it's... Uh, it, we've talked about the hair of uh, Sifu. That's the big story, and it looks great out there. He's very, he's expressive. We're gonna talk a little bit about Sifu yeah. here later. I'll, I'll say the new guys were also very nice. Anytime we tried to get someone to throw one of those, like I barely know these guys. So <laughs> Ilya was very much on brand with what. There you go. If you've says a lot about Ilya. If you've ever been a part of a team, you know that when you're new, you want to just be nice. <laughs> you yeah. don't want to be coming in with um, taking shots. <laughs> All right. It was a very good day for the black and gold, but Connor is here to give us more perspective on it. He's going to be doing his player ratings this week. And if you guys don't know about oh, player yeah. ratings, this is something that's very common in Europe. Actually, after every single game for every single player, it's it's very argued and debated about. So we want to debate with you guys. Connor's going to be giving these guys ratings from 1 to 10. So get in the chat. When he goes over these guys, I want to see what your rating is. Connor, where are we starting? We're going to start in goal. Probably a good place. Maxime Crepeau, okay. I am going to give him an eight. An eight? Yeah. He didn't the, do anything. That's the point. Okay. Clean sheet. I, I know thought. a lot of the times we hype up goalkeepers after their first game, especially if they've had a clean sheet. But I He did a lot of little things. Wait, a lot before of little... we go much further then, if you don't really do much, you don't do bad or good, what is your like baseline rating? Like, What if a guy just comes in the game, what would you give My him? My baseline would be like a six. Got it. Okay. So he gets right. two points for energy. You know, and coming out of the goal. A point you know. each for the two guys that he was able yeah, to hold the, on to. Yeah, exactly. And for flooring Lala Sabubakar on that cross off the corner yeah. kick, where he grabbed that ball and then Lala Sabubakar bounced off him. Crapo lands and looks down like, where did that come from? I think <laughs> from observing the, Dust his shoulder off. <laughs> observing the small sample size of Maxime Crapo's time at LAFC, I okay. think, call me a crazy optimist, but I think that we might have our, our keeper People are asking to rate you first. You can Bell rate. gave Con you a ten. You That's their Connor's baseline. Own. Benjamin Rodriguez gave you a ten. So, so what, are, what specifically are we rating? Uh, they can go anywhere with it. The, the criteria is wide open. Look, uh, Gerardo says it. Give him an eight because he came to defend his teammates. I thought that's huge. I like that. Okay. Yeah, let's let's move on. Um, moving on, we're going to we're gonna go with Franco Escobar, seven. I think he played great. Looks like a um, one. 
Yeah, it does. That's a very does hard. Can you make it Pardon? Look <laughs> yeah, it looks that's like a, a odd. Se- is that, it's, it's like a, a Canadian, Canadian seven. seven. You beat me to it. There's seven. Anyway, put the little <laughs> put the little thing on it, so it looks like a, the what? Oh, this thing. The cross. Yeah, yeah. yeah there you go. No, oh, it looks oh, like a no. four. Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> oh, god. No. Okay. Oh, wait, wait. But how does? Okay. No, I don't want to get too crazy on you here. But how, I thought Escobar had an incredible game and had a lot to do. I think how is he won less than Max? Because I just like Max. Okay. Okay. This is my player oh, rating. He gets extra points just for being Canadian. Exactly. Fair. There's no, a, I think you Fra- get a Franco plus Escobar, one for being Canadian. Franco Escobar did ball out. Don't get me Gerardo's wrong. Gerardo's got him at a nine. He brought that preseason form into the first game of the season. Wait, before we go too crazy. Seven's a good number, by yeah, the way. Yeah. Before we go too crazy, can yeah, I just tell? Good, can I just tell everyone in the chat? There's 34 games this year, so let's be careful how many nines and tens <laughs> and eights we're giving out. He's gonna give a nine series. He has to give one ten. But defensive, that. defensively and offensively, I think. Okay. He, was, he was very good for his debut on LA for LAFC. It was great. Uh, Mario, I'm going to give him a an eight. Yeah, okay. I said it. Took some for the team. Okay, okay. eight, and then Mamadou Fall, I'm going to give a seven. Okay. And then Cheeky Palacios, I'm going to give a six. A G. Why, what are you Why so low for Cheeky? For? He didn't really do too much. Hold on, let's go back to Maxime Crepeau then. No, 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 Maxime Crepeau, he's Canadian. Cheeky Palacios, on the other hand, look, I think on in the final third he was better than he was last year. I think his crossing was. He wasn't a lot caught better. on the ball like Mamadou Fall was. I mean, sure it didn't go bad for him. But I like your, but I do like your rating for Jesus Murillo because he took that ball off. He took the the. Murillo deserves the, a lot of credit. Murillo the should cleats be, off the knee. Murillo the should ball be the off the, the face. Yeah. Murillo got the shit. And Murillo was maligned a fair bit. Hey, still persevered. He like. We're on YouTube right now. He put it, kicked, what he did? He drop an S bomb? The ship. The ship. Okay. No, but but, my but really, the, both center backs put their bodies on the line the entire game, and you know, Mario got tough. to get subbed out because <laughs> of it. But but we got the clean sheet because of it. So that's why that duo, I think, is really right. good. What do you guys think? Midfield. I feel uh, like some high range. We have midfield. a galaxy fan. Ready for some hot takes? Here okay. He likes Ilya, the Ecuadorian uh, player. Good man. Nine, two assists, whatever. Nine. Um, <laughs> two assists, whatever. Wait, Ilie. you gave a guy nine, two Eight. assists, whatever. And watch this. Kellen Costa, six. Wow. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Yes, get him. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why does Kellen Acosta get a six? You gave Palacios a six for not doing anything, but Kellen Acosta did a lot. What specifically did he do? He kept that oh, field together. No, Start it. that list. Oh, cool. I, I, I would great. argue saying that Ilya Sanchez and Sifu did did much. But see, more but see, this is this is where it's we relative. get this is this is where defensive midfielders or the non-attacking players get shafted because we act like they don't do anything. But the whole reason why we're so good on transition, we're not getting exposed to the midfield, we're able to go forward and attack the way that we do is because of the solidity of the midfield. Mm-hmm. A lot of that had to do with Kellen Acosta. That's not gonna show up in assists and goals and stuff like that, but he also had two shots. And I think he was excellent. I think he should be higher up. No, no doubt about he, at it. Least well, an, I, at least an eight. Like, at least an eight. Based on yours, eight. he's at least an eight. And I will say, pacing the game and pacing the team, he was great. He, was he so got smart them things moving. Yeah. Nothing was standstill. It was always in motion, and that started to churn it. Well, I love. I, what I love about yeah, <laughs> I feel like you got to raise him because what I love about him is you know you look Nothing at more. you look at the way the team was built, and we always played the red at Tuesta, and then the other midfielders had to kind of fill in, and you were like, yeah, sometimes they would rotate around, but man, when Sanchez is marked, like on the third goal, Sanchez was marked. A forward move, and then Acosta goes, okay, I'll start for the ball, and then out of build out, everything was forward. Carlos scores like. He's just so smart, and you feel a lot of people were coming up to me after the game and saying, when those two have the ball, I don't worry about it at all. Like, they're all, they're all not even looking at them on the ball because they know they're not going to lose it. Gerardo, Jessica gets an eight. Also, LFC o'clock, Sifu nine, he got two assists on the day. I know maybe he made some mistakes during the game, but come on. 
But I liked his first assist on the second goal of Ella. That was very good. Are you not things moving? But that's a very generous nine because nine's a very high mark. Okay. okay, so forwards, I'm gonna go Mahala, seven. Carlitos, ten. If you can, oh no. Oof. You see that? It's an 18. Did you give me an. Oof. There you go, that's good. You are no and John a, Madden. Uh, Brian that. Rodriguez, Boom. a five. Whoa. 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 So Carlos Vela, hat trick. We don't really have to talk about that, right? Are we all in consensus? Ten. That he ten. How is Mahala higher than Count Acosta and then Brian Rodriguez? Five is that nobody just an deserves a five on that I think on a it game is a like bit that. Of an expectations who you expect to do well. A Poku coming into I mean, the lineup. Brian Rodriguez just didn't get a goal, but he had four shots. That's that's very good. He was yeah. he was in there. He's just he's not Carlos Vela levels, but he was putting he he had but, but he was for the moving. player that we expect him to be. This is three years in the making, and he's still not to the level that I, I think we hope he is. So this is based off of expectations for Brian Rodriguez in our pregame. I had him as you my want, player to watch. You're I expecting him, him to score a goal. Not ne- not just score a goal, but just be a little more, not not just clinical and finishing, but I think his Fair. His, his final chip final decision. Right. He had four shots, but they were all kind of his own creations. It didn't really. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, pumped yeah, by his that. performance because he looked he looked committed. He looked interested. Yes, the finishing. I think there's one he probably should have put away. But yeah. I am optimistic that he's going to build. I'll say from this. the forward line that that first 20 minutes when they were kind of not figuring it out, and I thought a lot of it was because they weren't pressing well as a forward line. It was giving Colorado the chance to play around the midfield. But Brian was the only one that then was getting on the ball. I'll give him I'll at least give him that. Sure. Like he was willing to take that responsibility. Like, hey, we're not doing quite too hot right now, but I like I want the ball. I want to be on it. So I got to give him a little bit and credit at, for that. At some point, people are going to really double team Carlos Vela and try to keep him out of the game. That's going to leave the other two open, and B Rod is going to have to be kind of like that guy. I thought he did a good job, but I get why you gave him a five. I think it's a little low, but hey. Uh, These are your ratings. Really quickly, we won't really talk about it, but honorable mention, Latif Blessing, I think coming off the bench, he was very good, especially initiating the counterattack. So, Latif Blessing, I gave him a seven for what he did. Uh, Just going to sign my name right here. There you go. Connor. And then I'm going to do one of these guys. What is that? What is that? Cool guy? Sunglass. Cool Cool guy. guy. All right. Sunglass. Not bad. I need some work. But. I would hate to play like charades or, you know, Pictionary or whatever that game is with you, like when you have to draw it. Yeah. I just uh, want to say, though, <laughs> we do have 34 games. You gave out a lot of nines and tens, so. Oh, I mean, look. It's first game I might do, hype. I might yeah. do player ratings again. Maybe they'll be bad. Maybe they'll be good. But you guys can chime in. You know how you can chime yeah. in? It's just If you get... subscribe to 110 Football, yeah. right? Subscribe and then let us know, do you ever want Connor to do player ratings again? I would love Max Brett. It got people talking. Ratings. It got people talking. Yeah, the DP uh, rank. I know. By the way, that was very well received, and I picked Carlos and Chicharito at the top, and they 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 made me look good. Sometimes Max knows something, but I want you to do player ra- ratings one time as John Madden because you do love to do it. Okay. You know, you okay. know my my player ratings were just based off of the things I see. Got it. Do you know what? I see you. I see you as a new segment where we each acknowledge something or someone. There may be a few flew under the radar, okay? It could be a player, moment in the match, it could be something we saw in the concourse, or even something we saw online. All of it deserves recognition, and that's why we're going to do it now. So, first up, Jessica, I see you. All right, so I'm actually going to start off with Mahala. Is a player that I think, for me, flew under the radar in terms of my expectations for forward players this season. And I thought he did a very, very good job. And... I have him down for 24 pressures, 15 in the attacking third, which means that he was pressing his butt off. 
and he's those, one of those types of players that when you're when you're tired, your defenders are, are done with the game, this is not a, the guy that you want up there chasing you and pressing you and, and all of that. Two shot creating actions, I think we can kind of say that maybe he was a little bit selfish, but you want your forwards to be selfish. 20 years old, you wanna encourage him to shoot more. And with Chicho, Rongo, and B-Rod, and Vela liking to come to the ball and want ball at the feet, I think somebody running in behind and stretching the defense is what we need, and he could potentially be that. And um, yeah, so he, I didn't know if he was gonna get a lot of playing time. You know, Masovsky's very good as well, but I think he has a different type of profile that I wasn't really anticipating. Definitely has some raw edges, but he really impressed me with his work rate. There's a the front three, and we expect Chicho to come back. I know some people had some comments. He Bit was of not, an injury. Not 100% fit, but fit enough to get some minutes. I, I, I would I would imagine he's in the starting 11 on uh, on Sunday against Portland. But with whether it's Brian, whether it's Carlos and Chicho, and that's your front three, none of them can really do what Mahala does, to your point. And that's kind of like the Diego Rossi effect, stretch mm -hmm. that feel that he's got pace for days. We'll see that with Ismael Tajuri Shroudy. That's something you want to have. Now, how do you move that front three? I don't know if you do. Yeah. But there's a spot for Mahala to do what he does. Well, he's the he's the X factor. I'm telling you now, opposition won't be preparing to 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 counteract Mahala. They'll be preparing to defend Brian Rodriguez, it's a great change Chico of pace, Rongo, and Vela. Bring either Mahala, Tajori Shroudy, or even Danny Musowski off the bench. That's still pretty dangerous, all things considered. Well, I mean, let's bring it into the world game. We we expect LAFC because Steve Trendolo says he wants that possession, but he wants to be a little bit patient in possession. There's a team, a very good team a Chelsea team that loves to have possession and be patient, and they don't really have anyone that likes to run in behind, and that's where they get bogged down and stuck in games. I think actually Romelu Lukaku can do that. Uh, but in the modern game, if you're going to play possession, you've got to have a change of pace from time to time, or else you're just literally going to pass it around the edges and not go anywhere. All right, I want to move on to my ICU. Honorable mention to, to my buddy Puki, who gave me this shirt, uh, came with his son, uh, the uh, Tunnel Snakes, which is an awesome shirt. All I did was say, hey, I love that shirt, and he gave it to me. That's how cool. Off his nice. back? Tunnel Snakes. No, he brought, me my, he brought me my own, which was awesome. So I appreciate you, Pookie, for that. But my I see you is Jordan Harvey. Uh, he is the elder statesman of LAFC and a great ambassador for the club. And a lot of people were asking us going into the season, what is Jordan Harvey doing? Well, we, we found out for sure that he is retired, um, and we got, got to give him a really nice send-off. He got to be the Falconer. And shout-out to Sarah Takata, who's with the broadcast team who helped put together a touching video that brought him to tears, uh, as well as his wife, Kim Caldwell Harvey, who it was her birthday this past weekend. And she was able to, under the guise of it being her birthday, like she was planning her birthday party, put together a really nice video with a lot of Jordan's former teammates, uh, coaches, got all his family there. I mean, this is a guy that deserves all the, all the love from everybody uh, from LAFC and uh, I'm just looking forward to what he does next. All we know is he will definitely be around in some capacity for LAFC because he loves this club. SoCal kid through and through. So a lot of love to you, Jordan Harvey. We we will miss you, uh, but it was good for you to get your uh, your moment uh, in the spotlight, and you really deserved it. I think it's safe to say LAFC legend Jordan Harvey. Yeah, fair. Well, this is what you build for, right? You build to have a guy after five years that – can identify with the club, and that's Jordan. And he's going to continue to do things for the club moving forward. I got to share a ride with the uh, the Harvey family, uh, and they were so proud. And it's just great to see it because that's a good allotment of time. And now Jordan Harvey's the first. We're going to have many more who follow him through the years that we can identify as an LAFC player.
Yeah, I don't have much to add, like, because you guys have pretty much said everything, but if somebody that's been at the club for a while wants to stay in and around it, that just shows how close-knit close, close -knit it is. It's a family-oriented type club, and so LAFC is doing the right things. They're keeping their guys around, and um, yeah, I love to see that. It's good. It's valuable stuff. The club knows it, too. Uh, Daniel, I see you, too, because I, I did high-five you. I was, <laughs> I walked by the 32-52 in the second half, so I was there when uh, the third goal, and that was a quality, but... It was a good high five? It was a good high five. It was a good time to be there, and here's some, some chance of MVP already. So, uh, with regards to me, ICU, it is... Is that what you're right? Yeah. Yeah, ICU. ICU. Maxime Crepeau. It, 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 it's a good segue with the supporters. Vince was looking at me like, yeah. That's <laughs> Go exactly for it. Go for it, Max. <laughs> Maxime Crepeau did all the parts, and we talked about him being a fan when he was with Montreal, and he would be in the ultra stands. He is a fan. He loves this sport. And you could see in him and many other players that they want to be here because they know about this culture that you guys have created. And that is got a lot of clout. So he had the scarf. He went around. He started the LAFC chant, which uh, I think he's going to be taking uh, control of the LAFC, which uh, he did three times. So he enjoyed it so much. And I saw a comment earlier saying that Maxime Crepeau is going to start being the favorite player for a lot of LAFC fans. Myself I, included. I co-signed that. He was... Could not have made a better impression. Tough, uncompromising, and looks like a guy who already bleeds black and gold. He loves being here when you talk to him. There's no doubt about that. I'm, I'm, I'm so curious to see how it continues here, but everything feels safe. I feel safe with him yeah. in his hands. What's, do we have a nickname for him yet? The Great Wall of Quebec? The Great Wall of Quebec. I'll, I'll, okay. put it, I'll put it this way. In our meetings at LFC, I'm now down the pecking order. When you refer to Max, they're not referring to me anymore. Yeah, actually, we were in a meeting, and wow. kept, people kept saying Max. And, and I, I kept like, turning oh, my head. I go, it's not, awesome. it's not me. Well, and his got, name is Maxime. I'm going to have to change my name back to Maximiliano. But same, from that same meeting, we heard that on Sunday, Maxime Crepeau ran into some LFC fans, and I'm spending two hours just to hang out with them. Uh, you know, this is the place where he wanted to be, but... It's not easy to just move to a new place and feel like you're a part of everything. He's seamless, completely seamless. So what a good dude, and it's kind of cool to see that he's hanging out yeah, with Yeah, there's uh, Mr. GR with 99, and Maxime is the most secure goalkeeper we've had so far. Maybe five years from now, he's, or five, seven, eight years, he's doing what Jordan Harvey's doing, and he's part of this club. G and GTG Law, Max, your name is actually Bretos. Yes. Bretos. And you want, Bretos. You want your goalkeeper to have a big personality, right? You yeah. want to be able to feel it, you know, from from in the goal. And I'm I'm sure that he's organizing organizing his back line and, and being vocal. And that's something that we've really missed out on. We haven't had a strong personality and it shows on and off the pitch for, for Crepo. So well done. Like that's a very good signing for us and he's um, our GG loving for fun. it. Yeah, our GG or Nick Romando or Timelia or Stefan. I like GG Buffon a lot. Okay. Um, my ICU will be uh, Sifu's haircut. What's Ooh. up with that, guys? The little, uh, little bleached blonde curly rump. That's after there he was. That's go. after that's he a, showered up and. He... That's bold, man. Yeah. I like it's a young player expressing himself. Yeah, what flavor of ramen is that? It's giving cup of noodle. Like that's oh. definitely what it's giving. I, I mean, think he looks good. I think secretly our friend here at the end of the panel really loves it. And he has slightly curly hair, and I think he's, he's just he's testing it out here. So if you guys in the chat think that Connor Colopsis oh, so messy should just go for it, <laughs> I, this is I feel like this is get out of here, Juan, with your comment. Yeah, this is a test balloon. <laughs> Connor's trying to see like, oh, would they want? Would it be cool if I bleach my hair? Do people like it? Just do it, dude. 
I'm, I'm, it's growing on me though. I, at when I it's saw about the to first, literally like, grow on you. It was you like, bleach your hair. It was like a leaked photo from training. I was like, oh my god. There we go. Yes. God, you got a good. My next you got a good show, lettuce want, there, Connor. Yeah. Yeah, I think you could pull good, it off. A good Stop lettuce. Yeah. Got a good head of lettuce. What, what, why, are all the, why are all the hair names named after food? Ramen, it's lettuce? It, I mean, it looks I, just like it suits a cup him, of I think. Like, I think you know it suits mean? him. I like it. Who else did it? Jossie's artist did it, right? It's his, don't, his little like, faux pas. Don't you dare compare him to Jossie's artist. Don't you put that jinx on him. him. You guys, saying, the most artist. important thing about Sifu's hair is that we know if you have a hairstyle like that, you need to be good. Yep. You have to make sure that you're performing because otherwise it becomes it becomes a talking point. And also, Connor, if you do that to your hair, you bleach it, you have to be good at your job as well yeah. every day. Which you are. Can you, can you keep it up? Yeah. <laughs> really? People love you. Look it's, at I think that. it's 50 50. I'm going to give you a six. Yeah. <laughs> At least it's not a five. By the way, you're allowed to do point fives, right? Yes. You didn't give a point five. You could have gone no. six point. You didn't want that. Non, non -con then, it gets, then it gets too weird. Non -con I just like giving them, and you guys can react, good or bad. All right, let me let me move <laughs> us along. Let me move us along. Uh, now is the time for you guys to get involved. We need your questions. It's time to, for us to answer some questions. But there's another way that you can get involved with us every game day. It's in our players to watch. Not enough people were playing in the players to watch, so guess what happened? Philly won. He picked a goalkeeper, guys, and he won for players to watch. I gave him a lot of crap for it. But we're not giving him the prize. The prize is an LAFC signed hat, so it's still up for grabs for you guys next week. So watch out for the pregame show. Watch out for the social media call to action. We just need one player from each team, and you can play and win that hat. Should we move on to questions? I like I like questions. All right, what questions Hello, do we chat. Do you does, want wait, let's start with this. Uh, true, the truth sets you free. Does Connor have any pace? Absolutely not. If you saw our feature from last season when we played that charity match uh, against San Jose, you didn't assist supporters. in that game. I didn't have an assist. Well, what kind of player are you like? Like, if we had to yeah, compare you to uh, lanky, uh, all over the place. No, like a name. Levin like, Are you a Messi? Are you Ooh, a Neymar? Oh, no. Are you? I'm like a Peter Crouch. Shoot lower. Not as, lower. Not as tall, but like, you know what I mean? Like, Shoot lower. <laughs> yeah. No? Peter Crouch. I love that. No, but it was fun, but no, no pace at all. Where oh, was Moon? See. Didn't get off the bench, but again, a guy who saw minutes in preseason. Everyone still is, is a factor in this uh, with regards to LAFC. It's going to this is going to be a tough job for Steve Trudeau, keeping everyone happy because there are a lot of guys that are all worthy of playing minutes, but there's 11 spots plus whatever you want to use on the bench. And if the team that's playing well, it's going to be harder to break through. How, but, how does Kim break into the team though? Like what 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 type of game is best for him? But, yeah, it feels like it's not going to be at right back. I mean, from some rotation at right back, I feel like there's going to be chances for that, but if he really wants to actually break into the team, he's going to have to show it as a midfielder. That's great. Like. Oh, okay. Ward Prowse with poor set pieces. The oh, funny wow. thing about that, because that's all Ward Prowse does is set pieces. So you take that set is, pieces from Ward Prowse. He's a, not a professional. That was harsh, right there. I mean, that's <laughs> free. Ward Prowse is a dagger, Mr. right set to the piece. heart. <laughs> um, I'll go hey, to. I chill. think uh, this, this was a this was a question <laughs> that happened offensive. way earlier that I happened to catch, and I think it was Gerardo. He asked, uh, "What's the deal with Rossi?" And we had some news yeah. on that. Uh, there was some reports out of Turkey, Turkey in Turkish. Yeah. Um, so hard for you us read, to. You uh, read Turkish? To, to, I do not. I do not. Uh, but when John Thornton appeared with uh, Mark Garces, to know, by the way, there's a lot of Turks. It's a yes, big country. <laughs> yeah, I w look, I wouldn't mind visiting there. Yeah, love nor to. I. Yeah, I would love to go there. Uh, but some but John Thornton, potatoes. John Thornton did have a press conference with with Marco Garces, and they talked a little bit about it. It seems like there's a resolution to it. So uh, for all you that thought Rossi was coming back, looks like you're going to be wrong. He's and not. Turkey's going to. Do we even want to? Benerbache is going to hang no. on to. No. 
No, no we would love to have a Diego Rossi on our team, but we would pr much prefer that he continues his pathway and he's Good happy riddance. in that. Wow. <laughs> Do you really mean he's that? He's kidding. He's kidding. A little bit. No, Just he's kidding. How, explain yourself. I don't know. I feel like is Fenerbahce really that much better than LAFC? Come on. You could Fenerbahce be making the same. is a, is a no. top. It's a no. top club. 25 I, team in the if world. If I'm Diego Rossi, I want to stay. Look, if I'm in the, his position, you know what? Why not just stay in MLS? It's a it's a growing league. Well, you're making a, a lot of money. You're one of the best players. You're living in one of the best cities in the world. I'll put Come this on. I'll put it this way, Connor. There's going to be players in the in in the same position as Diego Rossi that a club is going to offer them a big contract and they're going to be happy and content in staying. But the the league is getting to that point where this is going to be a destination, a long-term destination league. It's happening. Make your mark. Yeah. All right, let's let's move along. Let's go to Carlos's question because this is a really good one. Will Steve stay with the 4-3-3 or change it up throughout the season? We did know that when he made some substitutions late in the game, it did go to a three-man back line with Ryan Ryan Hollingshead playing as a right wing back, Escobar coming in as a right center back. But he, you talked to him, Max, the night before, and he said it's going to be a 4-3-3. So he said it was you, a 4-3-3. Does that make you think that like? That's it, and this was just an anomaly. I think by and large, he did suggest there's going to be, you know, horses for courses. There's going to be some moments where you can adapt a little bit. But 4-3-3, I think, plays to the strength of the team. Uh, you have all those defenders. Uh, you want to get the minutes, and then if it, it remains a three, if they we saw the wingback system under Bob last season, which I think was more because of who you had healthy when you had this incredible rash of injuries. Vince hated it. Yeah. I did. <laughs> but, the build-out was – I just hated it. <laughs> The build-out was not Of right. the 3-5-2? Yeah, the 3-5-2. Just because the, the central midfielders at that moment, one, it was always chop and change, and none, no one can Bryce really get consistency. In the middle? But yeah. They really did not know how to build out of that. And honestly, I, an LAFC team, a lot of people say, first thing I think of LAFC, I think of pressing or I think of goals. I think of pretty build-outs. Like, yeah. But that's the soccer nerd. There's a good question for you that I know you would like to answer Alito. based on something we heard this weekend. Gerardo Rios is first. Is Velas staying or leaving this summer or winter? Ooh. Well, that's going to segue us into our, our next segment. I'm going to talk a little bit about it. Should so hold I'll, off? I'll, I'll hold off on right. it. Sorry, I didn't mean to bring it. it You're right. But I, what I wanted to bring up was when they do change it a little bit, I, I turned to someone and I said, how would you like to be on a, a, a left-sided player on the opponent and you have to go through Ryan Hollingshead and then once you get past him, Franco Escobar. I mean, that's, you know, that's an incredible way to end the game maybe if you just have to hold, hold people off, right? And then Mario in the middle. Well, and then, and then Cropo. And then Cropo. Yeah. Yeah. The great wall of LAFC. Yeah. Some would say too many bosses to get through. You're not getting through all yeah. those guys. Yeah, for sure. Back to the Kellen Acosta thing. It's like the left side was active on the attacking end with Acosta and Cheeky. And on the right side, we had it with Escobar and Carlos Espel. So they were, I mean, the right a little bit more, but they were using both sides. I know that came off a uh, bit of a tangent there, but uh, I just got to think about it when you're. We're talking about sides of the field. We're going to do one more question. Any fun ones, you guys? More, all about, more about Connor's pace? Depth. I like that. Just depth. Depth is it's huge. Think, it's clearly yeah. evident. I think, I think they've ran out, ran out of steam, so let's move on to Well, we skipped, over, we skipped over a lot of questions. We did. Because a lot were they were about, coming in thick and fast. And a lot were about how good of a player Connor is. And we, we plead the fifth on that <laughs> for Connor. All right, so we're moving on to stoppage time, guys. Uh, you, you know how this works. It's basically the, the rant that each of us want to go through. Uh, top of mind, it's kind of our minute to get, get everything out. And we are going to go with the voice of LAFC first. Max Bredos, what is your stoppage time rant? I tried to go without any of these beautiful 110 uh, cream-colored cards, but I, I have some notes here. Heart of Gold. Heart of Gold. Heart of Gold. Heart of Cold, which uh, we'll see soon enough, but the, the New Jersey is huge. Good Jersey game on Sunday between the Timbers and LFC. We'll see if they wear those primary kits. 
Experience matters. That's what it comes down to me. And uh, the last couple of years, there were some uh, a younger team, and mistakes come with a younger team. And John Thorington went out and says, I'm not going to – I want to have a team that dots the I's and cross the T's. And it, it went – it went into the form of eight new players, and it showed. Kellen Acosta at 26, although he's much wiser than that. He's had a, a, a lifetime in, in his professional career uh, playing on the international level and seeing it from that perspective. Same for Maxime Crepeau, who is 27, who's been a longtime campaigner here in this league. Ilya, 31, going back to the Barcelona Academy, just tons of experience and know-how. And then Franco Escobar, 27, going back to his days in Argentina with Rosario Central. Pardon me. Bye bye time. New ah. old boys. Oh no! Wow. You just, you just started a war in Argentina. I know. I just may have lost my walk around privileges when I do go to Rosario. But then it knew these guys are just watertight. And the good thing is those younger players that were put in these positions, and I think about a Thomas Romero out there who gets to see Maxime Crepeau, they're gonna get better. So it, it trickles down to so many things. Experience really matters, especially in this league with MLS experience. I will I will say I thought I recall Jessica saying now that we have Acosta and Ilya, that we don't really miss a certain Edward Atlesta anymore. Were y'all thinking about him? Were y'all thinking about him when we won 3-0? Nope. Um, I am going to do my stoppage time. It's Torundolo Ball. I think that... Oh, you know what you could say? Someone called him Dolo Ball. Dolo Ball. Dolo Ball. You want to be cute. I don't know if Steve would like that, but hey. We'll ask him. We'll ask him. Dolo Ball. Everybody was very quick to criticize Steve Torundolo when... He was appointed as head coach. Reasonably so. I'm not going to say that his Las Vegas Lights record didn't mean anything, but we tried to explain to you guys during the offseason why that record was what it was. Las Vegas Lights, it was more of a development team. It wasn't for results whatsoever. And so I think the the the, the personality that Torondolo is coming into the league, connecting the players, making the team feel more like a family, and really sticking to the LAFC identity, but bringing in his UEFA experience is everything that LAFC needed. So I just think everyone was sleeping on him a little bit. 3-0, first ever game for LAFC. I think y'all haters. Yeah, everyone, everyone wants to clown because the they want to be the first to be right, but sometimes it doesn't work in their favor. He looked really well prepared. And He's this totally isn't prepared. a, ha-ha, you guys suck, but this is just a, maybe maybe we try being cautiously optimistic sometimes instead of just. Uh, I thought you were going to say, let's just try to be a little bit kinder to everybody. <laughs> oh, man. I love love. Speaking of kind, Jessica. Speaking of kind, me. Jessica, bye. <laughs> okay, so uh, my little rant is LAFC are definitely going to win the World Cup, but let's just be patient, okay? Let's just relax. So it's okay to be optimistic and excited about the 3-0 win. We looked very good. There was a lot of things to to take away from that match where you're like, okay, we're definitely cooking. We're doing things. We're, we're, we're on top. This team is going to go through ups and downs. There's new players. Steve Terundolo is going to have to figure out his system. I don't think Colorado really played that well. I don't think that they're the, they were the best possible matchup of that day to show where we actually are. But you can also say that maybe LAFC were in third gear. We don't know yet because it's so early on in the season. So I would say be excited about the win, but hold your horses. We're going to win the World Cup. But let's just be patient. All the that and for and you Christian, guys watching, Christian someone said that. that's, the sh- that's the shot the old Chicago Fire. I think yep. you remember that too. Was shot at Bastion Schweinsteiger in the Chicago media. Let's go for the World Cup. Why not? All right, I have the final stoppage time, and I will leave you with Carlos Vela. Everybody keeps saying to me, pay the man, and I agree with you. Uh, he definitely did himself some favors with that hat trick. But the bigger thing for me about wanting to extend Carlos Vela's contract, and we've heard from Taylor Twelman 
uh, in the middle of that Galaxy game. Thanks for dropping that, by the way, while, while our rivals were playing. It kind of reminded you that LAFC is still front, front of mind for people. Uh, but he's very confident that, that they're one, talking now, and two, that Vela will get either an 18 to 24 month extension. I agree with it wholeheartedly. And it's not just because of his hat trick. Really, for me, it's about this. Carlos Vela was your player, the first guy you signed, the first DP, your marquee player. You have to do everything right by him. And look, I know that John Thorrington goes through this with a very analytical eye. He has to look at the whole team and he has to look at what's best for the team. But I think he's got to put a little bit of that aside and say, what do I do for star players? Because the next star is going to wonder, what did you do for Carlos Vela? How did you treat him? You cannot let him walk for free because it will set a bad precedent. Treat your marquee player great, just like you treated Jordan Harvey great, and he stuck around. Treat Carlos Vela great. He will stick around. He will continue to be a shining light for this city and for this team. So for that reason, and the fact that he scores hat tricks and he's an incredible player, probably the best in the league, Carlos Vela needs to sign and we need to keep him. Is, it, is a Carlos Vela goal like the Carlos Vela toll for letting him run free? Possibly. He looked really happy. Looked really happy, smiling, communicating with the family in the stands. He looked... It was, a, it was wonderful optics. It must be incredible it'll be that good. And, he loves his city. that good because you're happy. Like you get to go on. So many guys buckle under the pressure and they think all about the pressure. He thinks, how can I have fun today? And he does it by curling the ball around defenders into the back corner. I, I, I want to do a couple thank yous. First of all, to you guys for joining us today. This was a very, very fun, uh, very fun show. The interaction sure was, was great. Conversations were good. Thank you guys for chiming in. Also, thank you Carlos Vela for scoring a hat trick. Right? Yeah. Made our jobs easier. <laughs> Made our jobs. It's just also my life. And I'm thank so you for much... the rest of the team, too, because they played well. <laughs> Let's the rest not act like Carlos Vela got their Franco, up, Franco you know? Escobar, <laughs> Elias Sanchez. Okay. Yeah. That is our show. Thank you guys for being with us, reacting, spreading the love, interacting. We want this to be the best, most interactive LAFC show there is, but we're not done. We'll be back with you guys at 4 p.m. to chat all about match day one in Major League Soccer. Philly will join Vince, Max, and myself. The Expansion Mansion is coming up in a few hours, but... Can we'll I get an right autographed version of this? That's pretty... An autographed version of that? I want to get a poster version of it. <laughs> uh, we'll be back in a couple hours for Expansion Mansion, uh, and we'll be back at the bank on Sunday for LAFC versus Portland pregame and postgame on our YouTube channel, as well as LAFCs. But what's that? M more content? Angels wear boots. We'll tackle everything Angel City FC with a slew of new hosts to the 110 family, including including you, Jess. It's going to be yeah. fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm, well, I'm more clapping because you got through a long read. Right? Uh, you won't want to miss that. I was and clapping also, for Jess. We'll wrap up our week's shows with Football Without Borders, which will be our take on the beautiful game around the globe. We'll be talking Champions League, upcoming uh, international breaks, World Cup qualifiers, and more. Yeah, those two, those two shows will debut on March 17th. Lots of Juventus winning the Champions League. Sure, get out uh, of Italy here. winning the World Cup. And, and also, Canada's good. how about qualifying for the World Cup? La last, hey. last thing, make sure to follow us on all social platforms. We love it. We want to hear from you guys every single day of the week. And also, come come stop by. If you're at the LAFC game next Sunday, come stop by the virtual, the virtual not virtual tailgate, just the tailgate. We're right by uh, the LAFC HQ. Yeah, we're right next to where Subscribe. you're going to get your jersey. So come see us. So thank you, guys. Thank you guys watching. I uh, really appreciate it. This was fun. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, next week. Hola, me llamo Ceci Fuente. Eh, te invito a suscribirte a Guante Fútbol.